Hey there, welcome to Momentum, encouraging women who follow Jesus because we want you to know that your leadership and influence matters. This is Debbie Delfrior and Denise Harlow, and today we are going to be talking about our individual faith journeys and um, how that has affected us as we go through this interesting season of quarantine in our lives. It's been crazy, hasn't it? It's been, uh, it's been so almost surreal at the beginning. Did you feel like that? It's like, I'm going to wake up and everything will be back to normal. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you have a daughter. You had to homeschool through it. (laughs) If we want this to be a positive (laughs) time today, we might not want to talk too much about that. So many women, all of a sudden, some are already homeschoolers, but there are some who, um, you know, had jobs or other plans for their days and they became the teacher. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Which isn't like, oh, let's do this and in one hour and we're done. Is right. It? No. Oh, no. my goodness. No, it's been, it was very interesting because what I learned, I learned so much through it and I made so many horrible mistakes and I've had to give myself a lot of grace through this. I know how important that is. I can't imagine yeah. doing it. Um, I can't. But I, you know, I put it as a to, uh, something on my to-do list that I needed to get accomplished for the day. And that's not how kids work, unfortunately. <laughs> Did you really? I love it. Well, I just, you know, I was like, okay, we're, we have three hours. We're going to get school done. And mm-hmm. I just completely in ignorance and just, I, I don't know otherwise, had to learn that kids have structure in their day and they're moved around a lot and they're stimulated in different ways and to keep their attention. And, um, you know, about after two days of trying it my way, I quickly learned that if it was going to be successful, I had to change up my game a little bit. So so after two days out of how long did you have to do um, it? I believe that I it was 10 weeks total. Yeah. See, I think. Just I to remind track. remind our listeners, we live in the south, south suburbs of Chicago, Illinois, one of the places that is had a bad track record for the coronavirus yes. growing and growing and growing. So yes. we had so many stipulations put on us. Yep. Um, moms became teachers. Church had to get so creative. Yes. Uh, we're still not meeting. And we're praying right after uh, summer that we can meet again because yeah. we're a large church, so... We've and been, it's so needed. Oh, it's so I need it. needed. I, I miss I it, and I need it, and I know there's so many people out there that are We're, feeling the same. I mean, oh, it's yeah. nice to connect, and it's nice to have Zoom, and it's mm-hmm. it's a blessing that we have modern technology, and we can do those things. But it's but, not quite the same. Yeah, and I'm a hugger, so I want to, uh, yeah. I don't only want to see you're people. You're the reason we I can't wanna have church. <laughs> you're the reason we can't have sorry, church yet, because... Correct. You're so correct. many of us, we'll say don't hug, but none of us can help no, it when I know. we see each other. I know. It's so crazy. But um, we're encouraging small groups to start having church together in their homes. Yeah. Uh, not unlike the Bible. Right. Oh, yeah. There we go. Whoa. So it's uh, it's been so trying. Um, I don't know how you've done it because I didn't have kids and so it was like all of a sudden I have my husband around more. He is he was constantly working via meetings on Zoom and yep, things like too. that. But me, I got to oh, I have more time t- to do my hobby. Or you could have this come over that. and homeschooled my kid for me, <laughs> except I wasn't allowed to come over back then. Oh right? yeah, done, right. 
And I've been out of school so long, I probably wouldn't have been much. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know about that. But it's, uh, it's been so interesting. So today, I want us both to just share, how's our faith journey been throughout it? It's not going to be this steady line no matter what, because right. our season has been so long. Right. Um, why don't you share about how it's been for you? Well, it's been it's been very interesting. I would say that it's probably been one of the hardest, but also one of the best seasons. I think that um, early on, I saw a lot of silver lining. I got to have my um, I love having my husband and my daughter around. I got to have them with me twenty four seven, which um, I I liked having them around. You know, we had to navigate through all being in one space. And, um, and Daisy is how old now? She will actually be eight in just a couple days. Yeah, so Yeah, she's a cutie. Yeah, and she's very, she's got a really outgoing personality and likes to be around people and, you know, wow. doesn't like being alone a lot. And so we were all pretty much on top of each other. So, but I, I adore them and I like being around them. And so that piece was good. Um, but it was still really challenging. It pushed me to my limits. It made mm. me look in the mirror a lot a lot more than I was even comfortable with. And um, I learned some really good lessons from the Lord about just leaning into him and being okay with being messy and accepting myself with the same compassion and tenderness and love that he accepts me with. I'm still learning that. I'll learn it the rest of my life. But um, And then just trying to figure out how I model that to my daughter, which, if I'm honest... I failed way more than I was successful, but um, it's learning. We're learning, and I'm trying to lean into it, and God's been faithful. So, Um, At the very beginning, um, when we found out, oh, this might be at least a month. They kind of teased us at the beginning. Oh, this might be at least a month, maybe longer, but they kind of teased us. I mean, I know some of us, wait, what? But, you know, I mean, it shook us because sports, our kids' school lives were dropped. I mean, I can't imagine having a senior and their things being dropped all Absolutely. of a sudden uh, in high school, a senior and, or a college graduate. Uh, I just can't imagine. And I think many people just responded, I'm not doing good. I, yeah. I'm, I'm not doing good. And I... I, let's be honest, I mean, that's a very easy response because right. I think part of it, if I would put my finger on it, is we realize we're not in control. Oh, for sure. And that's scary. Yeah. And as women and moms, we often have to be in control of our family schedules, the right. meals, the the pace, the life, you yeah. know, everything. And I think a lot of people experienced a lot of fear. And um, for those who are maybe lay leaders out there, you might have, or your spouse have experienced, you know, economic setback where right. one of you lost a job yeah. or hours or whatever it might be. And that has the potential to just add a lot of fear in our life. I know that. Um, did you ever get that way where you you experienced some fear or anything like that? Um, you know, it's interesting because I typically, again, if I'm honest, I have a bent towards 
some worry and fear and anxiety. That's an okay. area where it kind of creeps up on me to try to take well, me down once in a while. We're all different personalities. Yep. Yeah. The Enneagram yeah. you know, t- shows us different yeah. things. Yeah. But it's interesting because this would typically be a season that I if experienced a lot of fear and anxiety and I didn't. So in that, in that regard, um, I think God's really flexed my trust muscles over the years through things that he's brought us through with our family and in ministry and new chapters. And um, I just felt that he just did something a little supernatural in me and not allowing me to be overwhelmed by it. I think maybe that was his protection of me because I could have felt even more discouraged than I was. I think my challenge was navigating being a mom, a stay-at-home mom while balancing my jobs. And because I still worked both of my jobs during that season, Um, I got a little reprieve from one of them in the beginning. So that was a blessing. But um, yeah, that was just just navigating through that. And um, I think God just knew that that was going through that with my girly was going to be a big enough challenge. So I think he protected me from um, some of the other fear-based stuff. But it was very unsettling. Yes. Especially to have a young kid at home and be preparing meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and everyone's on top of each other. I think as women sometimes, uh, because we tend to be more social with each other and and talk Mm -hmm. about our lives and what's going on. Um, I think that was cut off. Yeah. Well, yeah. And if you, if you are feeling like on my days, there were times that I just told my husband, like, I'm, I just need to go for a drive because Mm -hmm. in the past I could call a girlfriend and connect with a girlfriend or go out for coffee or meet someone or, you know, and kind Mm -hmm. of escape a little bit and regain. Mm -hmm. And and we could call him, but we're still in the house. Right. (laughs) So it it wasn't quite the same. Not the same. Getting together. Yeah. No. So um, that piece was tough. And I think the harder piece is, um, you know, both of mine and my husband's parents are alive and they're both cancer survivors. My mom is a cancer and a heart patient. Um, And so that piece of not being able to care for them, they're really lonely and um, they went through some seasons of not being around people and it's hard. It's really difficult. My dad did too. Yeah. That's so hard. So I feel like we should definitely speak to that piece because that's... Mm-hmm. That's really overwhelming. I know a lot of people in nursing homes oh my couldn't have their kids. If you went to the hospital with a serious mm-hmm. illness, you couldn't. You couldn't have your. If yeah. you were going to have a baby, you yeah. couldn't have your spouse. So that piece you. is really horrendous, and a lot of that is still going on. So yes, it is here in our area and probably the other big cities. Um, I, I just can't get over how um, people's lives were changed overnight. It was just so interesting how, you know, you think you're going to do this, this, and this, and all of a sudden it has changed. Now, in the faith journey part, especially moms with kids, you know, many of us attempt to have a quiet time in the morning, first thing in the morning, or right after our kids get out the door, at least several mornings a week. It's a little trickier when they're right not leaving well, the house yeah. and right with you all the time. Yeah, and it's I'm really actually glad that you brought that up because that was something that I recognized really early on because I was losing my patience a lot hmm. and raising my voice a lot more than I would like to admit, but that was just the reality. And um, I I got to a point where I realized that what I needed was 
life giving, like reading God's word and being filled with that and focusing on him and praying to him and just having that time alone with him. So the weeks where I was super intentional about doing that, mm-hmm. my whole spirit shifted and I felt mm. hope and I felt encouraged and I felt determined. My circumstances did not change at all. I still was in the same situation, but I had a renewed sense of determination to just keep pressing on. So how'd you fit that into your day? Because your day has already become, um, I don't know how to say it, but more meals to get ready, more laundry, more cleanup, you know, because everybody's around. Um, How did you fit it in? I mean, did you grab snippets there and here and there when you could or try to get intentional with anything particular? Yeah, I mean, I think that I got to a point where I had to let go of the mom guilt mm-hmm. and just tell my husband and my daughter I need some time in the back and are in another room mm-hmm. and I need an hour and I don't want to be interrupted and I don't want to, you know, I, I really want to be intentional and have some time alone. Um, and so that that's that's what I had to do. Fortunately, I have a supportive husband who... Yeah. Um, supported me in doing that. So and that's he a was blessing. working from home. He was working from part. home too. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, it's very similar to what you said about your, about Tim. Um, Richie was working just as much, if not more. I mean, mm-hmm. it's harder when you're, when your work is in your home, you know, when you go to an office, you can leave it yeah. and come home and, and mm-hmm. ha- you have a physical shift. Right. So that was gone. So there were some times that he would have stuff at six thirty in the evening and, yeah. you know, so just, you know, navigating that, but he was pretty supportive. And then I just had to be okay with the interruptions. Yeah. If she came in the room, I would say, mommy's still having her quiet time. And, you know, and she sometimes what I would, she would come, I really want to spend time with you. I want you to come out by me. And so I had to, it was a good teaching moment for me because there were times that I could say, this is what's best for mom. This is what's going to be best for you. If I spend time alone with God, because I need to fill up my heart so that good good stuff can come out of me. To see you doing that. Yeah, well, yeah, but she was probably wondering, Mom, you spend an hour with God. You should be, (laughs) you should be a little bit more friendly and cheery with me and more patient. So she's smart enough that she could have definitely called me out on that stuff. But yeah, that's funny. Um, So sadly, the moms with toddlers or babies, you know, you can't really do that with this easily, especially if your husband isn't staying home. Um, So I would just encourage you to put one headphone in sometimes if you're having to fix something in, listen to a a podcast that encourages you. I have, I listen to some audio books and many times when I'm doing something mindless, I'll only have one headphone in so I can still be aware right. of my surroundings, but it, it helped prepare my heart and be thinking Christ-minded and heavenly-minded versus just right. being wrapped up in here. Um, and I, I actually love that you just said that. You just reminded me. Um, one of the things that I did with my daughter, we started our school. This, this was a silver lining that I noticed. My daughter goes to a public school. Mm-hmm. And so because now it was in our home, I had the opportunity where I found an alphabet list of Bible verses. And so we picked a Bible verse a week. I made a little um, Word document where she could just write down the Bible verse Monday through Friday. And that was our first assignment. We would write out our Bible verse for the week and then we would pray. And she would push back sometimes, but I would just say, hey, it's really important. This is, we get the Word in us and we can store it in us. And then we have it to pull 
from later when we're going through a hard time. So the other thing that I did with my daughter, which helped my quiet time is, um, I can give one really quick, fun example of something that came out of it. So we would pray in the morning and I have a book, Prayers for Your Children. It takes Bible verses and it turns them into prayers that you can Mm. pray for your kids. Well, she wanted to read those prayers for herself. So I would let her pick a topic and I would let her read as many prayers as she wanted. And one specific morning... I was praying, and in my prayer before she prayed, I just said, thank you, God, that you have blessed me with the ability to hear my daughter's voice. There are some people out there that can't even speak or are oh. deaf, or so thank you just for the simple gift Great. of me hearing her voice. Well, that, after she actually interrupted my prayer and said, wait, mom, people can't talk? There are people out there that can't talk and that can't hear, and oh. so... That gave us an opportunity to talk about deaf people and mute people and blind people. And we looked up videos online afterwards. And so she learned, we learned about how people use sign language. And so it was. And you appreciated your own blessings. Yes. But take for granted. But I got to see her heart respond to something different. And I would have never, that was so awesome and beautiful. I would have never gotten to see that were it not for us being in quarantine together. Yes. So as much bad as there was, there were those little things that were mixed in there yeah. that are mixed in there. And, and so if you make your kid a part of your devotional time with the Lord, if you if they're old enough that they can be a part of it, mm-hmm. then that, that could be meaningful for you too. Yeah. I know um, my two daughters with uh, small children, they have what's called circle time around the table mid-morning when the baby's down for a nap, and they um, have a read out of the children's Bible and pray, and they do talk about the prayer requests that people have asked them to pray for, and she tries to think of some kind of craft. So her kids, this is preschool, and uh, they've made it work, and moms can learn from those stories too. Um, So many things, music, whatever it might be to bless you. I've I've had an interesting journey with my faith even during this time. At the beginning, I'll be honest, I was actually excited and happy <laughs> about it um, because I'm such an introvert and I love uh, being creative. I love to sew. I love to make cards. I just love decorating, all kinds of things. So I was like, yes, yes, everything else is on standstill and I can go do it. And it was so filling and wonderful for me. Um, And I could have a longer quiet time, whatever it might be. But what I found was the temptation to not have my quiet time because I I was so excited to go do something I really loved, which actually, you know, I love to see my children doing stuff Mm -hmm. that, isn't sinful that I sure. they are gifted with that so, God created. Yeah, that he so I think in. I yeah. was worshiping God through that. But Absolutely. Some, I think I there were days I really neglected my prayer time yeah. that I needed. So I I had my highs and lows too. Mine yeah. were very different than what you've yeah. experienced. Um, well, too, and like having extra space. I I thought initially I had a similar feeling. Like, wow, I get. You know, I say yes to a lot of things because I love it and I enjoy it. I like the relational piece and doing things with people. And so that was all shut down. So I had a similar like, wow, I can kind of 
get some time to regroup and get some stuff done at mm-hmm. home. Well, that was a complete farce because <laughs> I was spending five hours a day with school, so there's oh, no chance. Man. All that stuff that I wanted to get organized just got more heaps put on top of it. So thank God now in summer, maybe I'll have a little bit of leeway to get that stuff done. But um, it's interesting when you were sharing your faith journey, um, you know, the acceptance piece for me, accepting myself and giving myself grace and showing myself kindness and mercy has been really freeing oh, good. in this season. And it doesn't let's, mean that let's you... Let's expand on that because so okay. many women need need to hear that. Yeah. They need to do yeah. it for themselves. So, uh, you know, I grew up in the church, so a, lar- a large part of my life, and this has always kind of been a theme with me, but um, there's been so much around performance Sure. And making sure you're getting things done. And I've, I've learned through this that I'm putting a lot of heavy expectations on myself, mm-hmm. that I'm doing it to myself. And I would find myself condemning myself a lot. The people closest to me would say, absolutely, Debbie does that. She's very critical of herself. Um, and that doesn't, that hurts God's heart. I'm his creation and he delights in me. And he wants me to delight in myself. He, he tells us, love others the way you love yourself. Exactly. Well, I, that yeah. puts me in a dilemma. Mm-hmm. And I, I love loving other people, but I'm very bad at loving myself. So I just feel like God brought me to a place. He gave me the word acceptance at the beginning of the year, and I wasn't looking for oh, it, wow. but he just gave it to me, um, which he just, Daisy and I were talking about it. And what a I year said, for that to be the yeah, word. Yeah. And, and I said, she said to me, mom, you always pick a word. You didn't pick a word. And I said, well, I didn't really think of one this year. And literally I felt like God, like a loaf of bread, he dropped it on my brain, just the word acceptance. And I was like, oh. okay, well, I'm going to figure out what that means at some point. And, and, and I did. And yeah. so he was, he's been teaching me to have kindness towards yourself, That's that so Jesus good. has kindness towards me and he's tender. And I read a great devotional about Jesus weep, uh, Jesus weeping when Lazarus died in the Bible mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and how he could have just told Mary, Martha, ah, nah, stop crying. I'm going to fix this. Yeah. But he didn't. He was tender and compassionate towards them and their hurt. And And then he moved them to a place of doing something miraculous. And he does that with us too. And Mm. so that has really helped me. That does not mean that I still don't have really hard days. That doesn't mean that all my projects are done at home. It doesn't mean that I've arrived and I still don't lose my cool with my kid because I still do. But it means that on the days that I do, I say, it's okay. God, forgive me. Mm -hmm. God, help me. And I just move forward and mm-hmm. I give myself the kind of grace and love that I've had other people give to me, friends or my husband or my family, That's even good. my kid. So I, I, it's, it's something that we need to just embrace. It's going to be an ongoing process, like I said, that I'm going to continue to learn as long as I live. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm thankful for that work that he's doing in my heart to bring me to a place of, um, you know, Looking, mm-hmm. even looking in the mirror after making all those cookies that we've made <laughs> <laughs> during quarantine and looking in the mirror and going, ah, it could be better, but it could be worse. But do you had such a good time yeah. making them together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what makeup and hats and accessories uh, are for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, no kidding. Yeah. Oh, I love that. You know what? I'm going to have us finish there for today and would you mind praying for the women out there who need to have more grace for themselves sure. and, and their faith journeys? Oh, yeah. And us. And yes. us, please. <laughs> yeah, please. Let, let's go ahead and do that. Father God, we come to you um, today. And God, we just thank you for this opportunity that you've given us, Lord, to just speak the 
truth and the reality and the rawness of life and where we're at in it, God. And there's just so much going on right now in our world and our lives, so much unrest and so much hurt and so much pain. And um, God, we just present all that to you and ask your spirit to move and work and heal us. Father, I pray for us as women um, as a whole that your Holy Spirit would just continue to grow us and stretch us to a place of um, being vulnerable with each other, but also being vulnerable with you and and looking internally and loving ourselves, Jesus, the way that you love us and you gave your life for us. And that was a high price that you paid for us. So if you, if you did that for us, we certainly can try and love ourselves for what in response to the great gift that you've given us through your great love for us in Jesus. And we just ask you to help us, meet us exactly where we are at, God, and to always remember your words that if from there, wherever we are, we seek you and we seek you with all our heart and all our soul and all our mind, that we will find mm-hmm. you, God, and that it is a journey and it's a faith walk and we have to keep fighting and keep pressing forward and keep being hopeful. And we thank you in advance for what you're going to do. We love you. We thank you and we praise you. And it's in Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for tuning in to Momentum. For more information and encouragement, you can check out Momentum. That's W-O-M-E-N-T-U-M dot net or deniseharlow.com. Or you can follow Denise on Instagram or Facebook. Thanks so much for being with us today. Amen.